I'm so happy to be with you today. And I just, I love fall in Kentucky. And one of the things I love about living here is that we actually have four different seasons. And I look forward to it when the weather changes, the air seems a little bit different. There's usually something about each season that I look forward to and can anticipate in some way. And for many of us here, we can attach the word seasons to sports seasons, perhaps. And even our calendars are marked with important milestones and events like you know, the ACC or SEC tournament, or the World Series, or opening day at Keeneland. And there's seasons that we look forward to in some way. For many people, they claim fall as their favorite time of year. And fall is usually marked by the return of scarves and boots and that, that nice comfy sweatshirt that you like to wear. Of course, it's about 85 degrees outside, so it might not feel like fall to you yet. But pumpkin spice definitely means fall is here. So if any of you have been to the grocery lately, you might notice that pumpkin spice is in everything. Let's look at what we might find. Um, <laughs> pumpkin spice Oreos, pumpkin spice Waffles. I mean, it goes well beyond the day that the pumpkin spice latte started to show up. So if you have not had your bowl of whole grain pumpkin spice Cheerios, you may not feel like it's fall yet. But really, the seasons that we're going to talk about today are, are a type of season that I think is most important for us to be aware of and important for us to understand. And that's the seasons of life that we are all going to walk through. Seasons of change that we will experience in some way as just a normal part of life and living. And the scripture that we're going to refer to today, I'm going to ask Hallie to come up and read this passage today. And you've probably heard it before. But I'm going to ask that you listen really hard. Listen to a word that God has for you today as we read. There is a time for everything, a season for every activity under the heavens, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to wear down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to, to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. He has made everything beautiful in its time. I know that there is nothing better for people than to be happy and to do good while they live, that each of them may eat and drink and find satisfaction in all their toil. This is the gift of God. Thanks, Hallie. And today, my prayer is that God may breathe a word into you today from what he'd like you to hear. So as we talk about the seasons of life today, it feels like something that is normal for me to talk about because Steve and I 
are getting ready to enter into a season that will be really different for us. Um, we're growing a step closer to that season that they refer to as the empty nest. Um, that means we've got a son in college now, Austin is a junior at UK, and Peyton is a senior right now, and will be heading off to college actually next year. And some of you have already experienced the empty nest. You remember what it's like, you're nodding your heads. Some of you are going through it right now and might be experiencing something that's tough and that's different. And there might be some people here today that are actually counting down days until the empty nest going, yes, it's coming. But you know, I've gotta be honest and say, that's not really where I am. I can't say that my husband Steve and I are looking forward to this next season with zeal and energy. Instead, we're looking to it with a little bit of fear and discomfort because it's gonna look a lot different in our house at this time next year. And it's not that we don't look forward to it, but part of it is we love where we are right now in life. We love being parents. I mean, I'm in the middle of what has probably been one of my most amazing weekends ever as a parent. And it was homecoming at Eastern High School this weekend. Awesome, awesome fun time for our family and our daughter, Peyton. And last night, um, we, we had homecoming dinner for about, I don't know, 18 of her friends and sent them off to the homecoming dance. And this for us is a tradition in our house that's been going on since Austin was in school. It's probably about the fifth or sixth homecoming dinner that we've hosted. And I'm really a little sad because that was just our last. So between the joy of the moment and the anticipation of the moment changing, it's, it's really a little bit hard. Um, now I get it, I know that Steve and I are still parents and that we will still be parents after Peyton and Austin are both moving out of the house, but we anticipate that next fall that we're looking at each other going, so what do you want to eat tonight? <laughs> or what are we going to do with our lives now? So as I get ready to enter into a new season in my own life, I hope to share just a little bit of insight that might be helpful to you today, wherever it is that you find yourself. And one of those is just simply to embrace the emotions of the season that you're in. Because seasons are a normal part of the cycle of life. And with that is gonna come emotions of all types. Emotions that impact us in really different ways. They show up in us differently. Emotions that sometimes we, we don't want to show, that might be masked by other things. Think about the passage that Hallie read today and some of the words 
that would indicate their emotions that you might attach to it. They're, they're words like this. If you think about weeping, you think about sadness. If you think about mourning, grief, laughter, and joy. And these are all emotions that are natural to experience as we actually go through these seasons of life. And sometimes it's competing emotions. You know, in, in one moment, I find myself overjoyed and happy and so proud of my daughter and just shining. And then minutes later, fighting back tears. So emotions that can even compete with one another. Steve tells this story about the day we took Austin to college. And really, he tells the story a lot better than I do. But it was a warm, warm fall day in August. And we loaded up our cars with Austin's stuff. And of course, we're the Mills family, so we were all wearing blue and white Kentucky t-shirts and had our Kentucky gear on. And we trail up I-64 to Lexington where he's moving into his room with Michael. And Michael and Elizabeth Lewis were there. And it was a great day. I mean, wow, we were so excited for our boys. And they were so excited to be there. I mean, entering into this season with anticipation and Austin was kind enough to let us stay long enough to unpack some things and get his room set up. Which was much more important to us than it was to him. And I can still remember leaving him at the University of Kentucky and how happy he was standing there. I mean, he was waving, you know, <laughs> bye family. I mean, really ready for his journey of independence. And we had a great day. We got in the car and we headed home and I was good <laughs> until we got back home. And then Steve tells the story of not knowing where I was. He couldn't find me. And so he went to Peyton and said, where's mom? I don't know where mom is. And they look outside and walk around the house finally they go upstairs, they find me in Austin's room. Okay, full disclosure here. I was a complete, total basket case. I was like spread eagle on the bed, sobbing. I don't mean like that quiet sobbing. I'm talking about the I'm crying so hard that I can hardly catch my breath sobbing that goes on for 45 minutes. Now, I recovered from that. Steve's already worried about wh what's gonna happen to us when Peyton goes off to school. <laughs> but really, embracing the emotions of what you're going through is part of going through the seasons of life that are gonna happen. And they're gonna happen whether we want them to happen or not. 
And seasons of life that we're talking about aren't always the ones that we can put on our calendar and plan and control because many of us enter into seasons that are way beyond our control. We don't get to choose our season of life all the time. But what we can control is our response to that season of life. I imagine that there are many of you that can think about a time where something happened to you or around you that dramatically impacted the season of life that you were in. It could be something unexpected. Your best friend is getting a divorce and your circle of friends starts to shift. Or there's an unexpected loss or a miscarriage. Or your job is no longer there and you're looking to relocate. We don't always get to control the seasons of life or choose where we are. But we can determine how we're going to respond to each change that comes our way. And perhaps the very best response of all is to lean into the one whose love will never, never change. And when we seek God, lean into him, we're going to find the beauty that comes out of each season of life. We may not know or understand why we're in each season, and there are times that we may be wandering through a season wondering, why me? But God knows why. God has a purpose for each season. And his hand is at work in all circumstances. So no matter what you're facing now, no matter how dark, no matter how sad, no matter how shameful, no matter how bitter you may feel in this moment, God's hand is still at work in your life. Listen to these words from Romans 8. The moment we get tired in the waiting, God's Spirit is right alongside, helping us along. If we don't know how or what to pray, it doesn't matter. He does our praying in and for us, making prayer out of wordless sighs and aching groans. He knows us far better than we know ourselves knows our pregnant condition, and keeps us present before God. That's why we can be so sure that every detail in our lives of love for God is worked into something good. And through our pain, through our joy, through our suffering, and through our frustration, something beautiful can evolve from that when we trust God and lean into him. No matter what we're facing, no matter what season of life we're in. And as our kids have gotten a little older and I have a little more time 
to really reflect on that. I can reflect on some mistakes I've made, and there have been plenty. But there's also something in this journey of life that I can point to and say, you know, this is something that Steve and I got right. And that is we have fully enjoyed every stage of parenthood and we've fully embraced each season in our lives. And I believe fully that that's what God wants for us. God wants us to live a life of abundance. And going back to those words from Ecclesiastes, I know that there is nothing better for people than to be happy and do good while they live, that each of them may eat and drink and find satisfaction in all their toil, for this is the gift of God. And in the message translation, it reads, it reads like this. It reads, there's nothing better to do than go ahead and have a good time and get the most that we can out of life. God wants us to enjoy this beautiful journey every step of the way. So embracing the journey when the kids are so little, you don't know if you're even going to be able to get to church. You know, I remember the days where we would, we would meet at the local Mexican restaurant, which was called La Cazuela at the time, I think. And when we came walking in, they would sh shuffle us to the back room because there were usually about like 10 or 12 of us. And I mean, our kids were all really, really little and we made a mess and lots of noise. And, and we loved being in the back room together. We embraced the cold nights at the ballpark where it was sleeting so hard and we wondered what we were doing there. But I wouldn't give up any of the days that I spent sitting on the cold cold bleachers, watching children play ball. We would never miss out on a ski run. If we were at the lake, we would get the last run in before dark so we could fully, fully make the most of our day. And God wants us to live fully in the moment, enjoying the life he has before us. I've got a friend that shared with me this week that she created a list. And I wondered if any of you have a list that looks like this, either in your head or on a piece of paper. It reads like this. As soon as blank, I'm going to do blank. This was her bucket list for when she was a single mom raising kids all of the things that she was going to do after her kids were raised. But friends, God doesn't want us to wish our seasons away. And sometimes what can happen to these lists is they can become our way of pushing back fears, pushing back uncertainty, and sometimes making excuses for ourselves to not live the kind of lives God wants us to live in the moment today. So today, 
what I would ask of you is to think about what season of life are you in today? How would you describe it? Does it look like any of these examples that are here? There are probably some of you that are really thriving in life and enjoying life, bearing fruit and feeling good about where you are. There may be those of you, though, today that are enduring life, that the days seem a little longer and it's harder to get through the day. Or there could be some of you here today that are in that phase that I call stuck in a moment you can't get out of. You're just in a phase. You can't even explain what is different or what's going on, but something about your life and relationships that seems a little out of sorts. Whatever season you're in, though, you can count on the constant of God's love to pull you through it. Seasons come and go, and they're a normal part of life. They're going to happen to us whether we want them to or not. But if we seek God, we're going to find the beauty that is part of each season. For Steve and I, we're not sure what that season is going to look like next year. We're not sure how we're going to fill the time and the space. And we know that it might look different. But we're going to lean into God and let him show us what beauty we're going to find in it. So we're starting now. We're starting now. This is the porch at the Mills house. And it looks different than it did a few weeks ago because we had rails up all the way across it. They were put up about 20 years ago because we were afraid our little toddling son Austin was going to tumble his way off of the porch. But now the rails are gone, and they've been replaced by rocking chairs. And that's <laughs> two rocking chairs, a place where Steve and I can go and just find some space, create a little time and a place where we can reconnect. And sometimes that means we're out there having a cup of coffee in the morning, Sometimes it means we're both sitting there scrolling through our phones, checking email and checking what's on social media. Sometimes it means that we're checking in at the end of the day and actually talking to each other, having conversations. And for me too, it's been a place where I can be still, where I can look for God and experience him in the moment, lean into the beauty of the now, and let God speak into my life. Sitting there long enough to experience the joy of just being present and being still, which doesn't always come easy for me. So wherever you are today, whatever season you're in, Whatever challenge you might be facing, whatever struggle you might be enduring, lean into God and look for the beauty of the season that you're in. And don't miss out 
on the richness and abundance of life that God desires for you now.